Hello again, and welcome to the Laundromat Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Radke. I like to think that every episode is pretty special. We've we've had some great guests on the show in the past, but I think we we just continue to take it next level with, with today's guest, a truly special guest, a high-level guy who seems to have done it all. Um, I'd like to welcome Craig Dacascus, the Alliance Laundry System Senior Vice President of America's Commercial. Welcome to the show, Craig. Hey, thank you, Randy, for having me. It's an honor. Absolutely. Uh, so I guess to start off with, you know, we've we've had folks on here with with great backgrounds and people who are, you know, industry veterans and have been in it a long, a long time. But I look at your background and I mean, we we started way back. I worked with you back in the uh, Speed Queen commercial days when you were you were managing that channel, um, but your background goes well beyond that uh, into distribution, into uh, route, into you know vended laundry. You've seen they've done it all. I feel like nobody in the industry can can match you know the the areas that that you have experience wise. Talk a little bit about your background. Oh yes, Randy, we did start when we were much younger and I uh, had a lot of fun back then. And obviously you're right. My background, I would probably say is unique. I started out in the corporate uh, world as a regional sales manager uh, for Alliance Laundry Systems, new to the industry and made my way up to the national sales manager for Speed Queen. Um, did that for about five years and really got to understand distribution, both on the vended and the OPL side of the business. Uh, didn't really know much about the route side of the business and then had an opportunity to uh, leave Alliance and buy a distributorship called Clack in Gulf Breeze, Florida. Uh, started out there in 2007 as one of the minority owners and bought out my partners. And uh, obviously we had a route uh, there is where I started to learn about the route business. And obviously we did Speed Queen, Vended and Unimac OPL, we were fortunate enough to have those brands and uh, throughout the Panhandle area, we covered Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, part of Georgia and the Panhandle of Florida. And at that time, I started looking at distribution and, and seeing that there was a need for consolidation. Um, some of the smaller distributors were looking to get out. I believe I did five mergers and acquisitions, eventually moved into the Texas market. Uh, handled that area for Alliance and then uh, actually ended up selling my business back to Alliance. Uh, the first one that was a uh, direct distribution office for Alliance Laundry Systems at that time. Stayed on as president for a couple of years and then uh, recently moved into this role of senior vice president of America's Commercial does it feel a little surreal coming back? I mean, that that's that's quite a history, uh, you know, as you look at it. But to end up kind of back where you started, what are those first days like? Uh, Randy, it is like going back. I used to tease people that I was the son that moved out of the house and got his own house. And, and then now I've moved back into the house that the parents own. But uh, it's been a unique situation. Obviously, my loyalty to Alliance Laundry System has been very strong. I believe in the product and the people 
um, I think was the biggest thing for me with Alliance Laundry System was just the people and the culture that I was always attracted to, uh, the support, their leadership um, within the industry uh, always kept me interested with the way they push technology and things like that. So coming back was kind of easy for me uh, in this role. Um, you know, I'm in a different role now. I oversee all of both vended uh, OPL franchise along with the route business and marketing after marketing sales and support and parts. So it's been interesting, but it kind of ties into what a distributor does at the street level also. So as an owner of a distributorship, you kind of wear multiple hats and do it all here, do it all also. So. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. I mean, you, you've done basically everything in this industry. How does that background help you today? I mean, did you find it easier to relate if, if you're working with a distributor or a route operator or a laundromat owner, whoever it is, how does that kind of make you better in the position that you have? I think it makes me better, Randy, because I've walked in their shoes. Uh, I've owned a route. Uh, I've owned a laundromat. I've uh, been in sales all my life. I've worked with installers, service techs. I understand what a distributor goes through from a day-to-day level as far as logistics and managing people. Um, so I think it gives me a unique perspective because there's probably not anything in the industry that I haven't done myself, like I said, from owning a laundromat to owning a route. So I, I, I can relate because I understand some of their pain points and also understand Alliance's view on manufacturing also. So it gives me a unique perspective of how the two companies, whether it be a distributor or the manufacturer like Alliance, must work together for the benefit of the industry and the benefit of our customers, um, whether it be you know a direct customer from a distributor or Alliance Laundry Systems selling through uh, independent distribution. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely uh, perspectives that that help you relate uh, closer to that customer. That's uh, so diving in, like we're going to hit on a, a several topics today. One of the things that's top of mind for me is Alliance Laundry System signing on to the Coin Laundry Association's Ally Program, which, uh, which is something new this year. Talk a little bit about our decision to go that route and, and hopefully uh, spur others to do the same. It was uh, presented to us by the CLA. I have a long, strong relationship with Brian Wallace and the CLA. We've always supported it, whether I worked through the Alliance hat, so to say, or I was a distributor. Uh, as a distributor, I supported the Florida Coin Laundry Association in Florida. We tried to do some things, obviously, with other parts of the association uh, in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, as far as working with our store owners and things like that. It was just a great opportunity as we look at our role in the industry. When I say that, I mean Alliance Laundry Systems. We're the leader in the industry. It's our role and we take it very seriously. We know we have to continue to push this industry for the benefit of everyone, uh, whether it be on our product side of it, our support side of it, our technology side of it. You know, we take that very serious as a leader. And this was an opportunity for us to partner with the CLA to show everybody in the industry how much we support the CLA with what they're doing and what they've done. 
I mean, you think about it, I've been in the industry 30 years and the CLA has been a, a great organization for our industry as a whole. I mean, I've met a lot of great people through the CLA. I've seen a lot of great things that they've accomplished over the last 30 years. You know, you think about what they're doing with the Laundry Cares initiative. We're uh, really pushing the women in the laundry industry. That's one of my big initiatives um, for Alliance Laundry Systems as we move forward. So it was just a great opportunity for us to partner with them, work with them as an elite partner, and uh, have them understand us a little better from when I say that, understand a manufacturer and what we do for the industry and also for some of our ELT members to understand what the CLA does for our industry as a whole. So it was just a good partnership overall. Yeah, for sure. I think we talked about that in the past on, on this show as well, that we, we are blessed to have a, a great association in, in CLA, you know, as I look at other industries where, where maybe their associations are there, maybe loosely organized, maybe not quite as active. CLA is, they're out there, you know, Brian's, Brian's great and, and always seems to be on the leading edge, definitely during the pandemic, you know, taking the, the, the foreground and, and marching us forward to getting that essential business status when when uh, a lot of other businesses were shut down, you know, so you see a, an organization that is vibrant and constantly changing and, and pushing to do new things. So it's, it's great to be part of that. And it goes both ways. I mean, it, it it's through those great partnerships like Alliance Laundry Systems that that help um, continue to spur that forward. That's awesome that we're we're taking on that leadership role. Hopefully other companies will follow. We hope so also. Taking a look at Alliance Laundry Systems, so we recently went through a, a reorganization within the sales realm, uh, kind of transitioning into more of a region approach. Talk a little bit about that. How is it different from uh, from how we were structured in the past, and what does it what does it mean for the customer? Well, we did we we did a reorg. I look at things kind of in a sports view. And if you're going to continue to be a Super Bowl champion, so to say, in the football arena, you got to constantly change and uh, get better. And we look at ourselves and Alliance Laundry System is how can we improve? How can we improve for our customers? How do we improve the products for the people that use our products? So we started looking at our company and we do this a lot internally of, hey, we think we're pretty good but we can always get better. So when I looked at um, where we were last year and we had a phenomenal year through our distributors and what they did to support us and uh, allow us to grow our business and hopefully they grew theirs too at the same time, we decided to take a regional approach, um, which really hadn't been done in the industry. And the reason why was Alliance is really focused on customer. We wanna focus on our customers and we, which are distributors, and we want that focus from us to go down to the distributors and the distributors focus on the store owners. So one of the ways that we looked at things was how do we keep that customer focus alive and vibrant? And it was to go to a regional setting so that our general manager and our regional sales manager spend less time uh, in a car and an airport they actually spend more time with our customers, educating our customers on how to sell our products, educating the store owners of 
the benefits of Alliance Laundry Systems products, whether it be the technology side or some of the drying products that we have for the tumbler side uh, on the OPL setting, things like that. So we looked at it and said, how do we how do we provide a better interaction with our customers? And it's to get closer to them. It's to understand their business so we can help them. And we have a lot of new people at Alliance Laundry System, so that's exciting. And we wanted them to be closer to the customers. So that's why we went to a regional setting. I know it's early on, um, you know, there's a lot of, I guess, settling into this, this kind of approach. Have you received any feedback from customers or even from the, your own sales team on how this is going? The initial feedback that I received from our customers was all positive. They understood it because it's similar to what a distributor does. We at the time, our regional sales managers carry multiple hats. So they carry vended and OPL, just like most distributors do. So the distributors understood it because the same thing. This is a look of, of kind of distribution in a larger size by having smaller territories. You actually produce more sales and you're actually closer to the customers and you get feedback on our products. We get feedback on our services and our support. We're going to be able to change quicker and more effective and provide a better customer experience with having to be regionals. And I think that's what distributors ultimately do with their customers. You know, they have a, when they look at their territories, they uh, try to make sure they have enough service people, enough salespeople to support those customers. And that's what we kind of looked at too was, you know, we had at one time a GM that covered the whole country and uh, spent a lot of time, you know, in an airplane and in airports. Well, that doesn't really make a lot of sense in today's world when we're trying to understand our industry better. We're trying to better customer service. Um, so that's why we went there. And like I said, the the actual feedback's been very good from our customers. Yeah, you get the sense that that a lot of companies maybe have have gone through that same thought process coming out of the pandemic when. You know, travel was shut down. You know, you weren't getting in front of people. And as things opened up, you were looking at, you know, trying to maximize that time again and and have those contacts be more quality versus quantity, right? Like having it truly be a, a good experience all around and maximize your time. Uh, let's get into it. Let's let's take a look at Alliance Laundry Systems distribution. So this has been the talk of the industry for a while, you know, you've seen other companies uh, dabble in distribution. Alliance is committed to partnering, I guess you'd say with, with solid uh, distribution out there. Talk a little bit about what Alliance laundry system distribution is all about, you know, dispel any of the myths that you've heard uh, over the last couple of years. I think there's been a lot of myths. Um, obviously, um, as you know, it started out with another company that was actually buying distribution and consolidating. Um, I think Alliance Laundry Systems looked at it also and said, hey, this is what's happening in the marketplace and uh, had an opportunity to partner, obviously, with my company first. And we talked about it and they saw what I had been doing is consolidating some of the small distributors. And some of the distributors were looking for retirement, to be very honest with you. And there wasn't a lot of succession planning in our industry. Um, there wasn't a lot of new 
uh, people getting into distribution at the ownership level. And uh, that was probably the first step was Alliance Laundries looked at it and said, hey, our competitor is buying distribution and, uh, you know, we're going to look at it also. And then uh, bought Clack and it worked out very well. And we've continued to buy distributors in certain marketplaces. But the idea of being sinister, of we want to hurt the independent distributor, that's a falsehood. There's always going to be independent distributors. There's going to be direct offices also in certain marketplaces. And in some marketplaces, there's going to be both. And I'll use the Dallas market as a perfect example. Uh, there's independent distribution and direct distribution. And both have done extremely well and grown their business. And it's been a good model for everybody. And uh, what we're trying to do also is look at some of the things that we are able to do in direct distribution that maybe an independent can't because of capital restrictions where we can make those investments. We now want to take some of those best practices that we're learning from direct distribution and pass them on to our independent distribution. And uh, for example, something just recently happened in the last 30 days. We use a, a CRM called Salesforce. We had a distributor now looking at Salesforce, but because it was kind of struggling, we're able to work with them, teach them how to use the CRM better, uh, get their learning curve up. And this is something that, you know, maybe uh, five years ago didn't happen. Uh, everybody was looking for CRMs, doing different things. And uh, now all of a sudden we have, we're having a platform. Now some of our independent distributors are looking at the same platform and seeing how they can co um, mingle the two companies' platforms together to get, you know, the best product possible, managing the sales force, managing the leads, understanding the quotes and things like that. So we're using direct distribution more as best practices and hope to pass it on to distribution. And we also like to hear from distribution their best practices so they can tell us what we can possibly do better on the direct distribution side of the business. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all driving toward the same outcome, right? A, a better customer experience for that that new investor, that laundromat owner. They're going to reap the rewards of that methodology, right? We're all learning from each other. And it's it's a natural extension from <clears throat> using your background again. Uh, you know, we as a company are are in the same business. We we now have a a pool of knowledge to draw from firsthand and, and can can kind of conduct our company. Uh, in a way that that is, you know, better supporting the the challenges that that distributor has, right? Correct, and and that's how we look at it. We've been very happy with direct distribution. It, it's it's grown, and and uh, what we've seen from a customer standpoint, they're very happy to deal with either an independent distributor or a direct office. It gives the customer the opportunity. And like I said, they've coexisted in certain marketplaces and, and both businesses grown. So we haven't seen a negative effect on a independent distributor. And in some cases, it's actually made independent distributors stronger. Uh, another example was we had uh, inventory in a direct distribution office. There was some independent distributors that were looking for an opportunity to sell some product 
but with lead times and things like that, they didn't have it in-house. We were able to pull it from direct distribution and sell it to our independent distributor in a timely manner that they were able to keep the sale and uh, keep everybody happy. Wow. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I, I wasn't even aware of those. That's that's great to hear that that inventory um, examples. Just a great, a great. Yeah. So basically, you're telling me then that Alliance Laundry System is not taking over the whole industry, that that that's a falsehood. <laughs> that is a falsehood. Uh, I don't you know, as you look, you look at our competitors, uh, they have direct offices also now. I think there's a myth sometimes in the narratives written about Alliance Laundry System because we are the leader, like we're the big uh, evil empire. And that's really so false. Um, you know, I look at our some of our competitors who own stores, they own distribution also. I think it's just inevitable as the industry continues to grow and consolidate that these types of things happen and it makes it for a better industry overall for everyone. Competition is good for us um, because it makes us better, pushes us, and I'm sure we push some of our competitors to be better also, which means that the end user who uses our products for that investor is actually getting a better product, a more efficient product, and having a better experience at that store level. You know, Randy, as you and I have been around this since shown, you look at the stores that are being built today, and they're, they're a long ways from the days of when you and I first started, uh, just from a product mix standpoint, offering 60, 80s, 100-pound washers to leather couches, iPads that are sitting at people's uh, desks where people can have an experience where they walk into a laundromat. And there's a lot of beautiful laundromats around North America in the last 10 years. And I feel like a lot of people have upped the game with the experience of a laundromat and, uh, and a store. And the store owners have done a great job. I think new investors have come in and really pushed us all to get better. So I think you know, it's been great for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And, and great segue into my next question. As we, as we take a look out and kind of do a state of the industry, you know, most of the listeners of this podcast are either, you know, folks that own laundromats or are thinking about getting in the business. So as, as you look out, you know, three, five years from now, what, what has you excited about the industry and what are the headwinds that you think that uh, we might face in the coming years? Oh, I'm super excited about the uh, industry because I just wish I was 20 years younger. When I look at the technology side of our industry and, and you think about apps, you think about mobile pay, you think about the next generation of users of our equipment, what do they expect? So I see all that. I see technology driving this industry. So that part really excites me. When I say technology, I'm not only talking about the apps, the the payment systems, the thing. I'm talking about technology that you're going to see within the product itself. When we think about today, how do we, you know, dry a product? How do we clean a product? I think about what that looks like 10, 15 years from now, and I have a feeling it's going to be a lot different than what it does today. Some exciting things to come, that's for sure. Uh, anything yes. that we, anything that we, we need to be conscious of. Anything that you look at the industry and go, hey, you got to be careful of this. That you know, this this could slow us down, or this could 
take us in a direction that we don't want to go? Or is it pretty much sunshine ahead? No, no, no. I think there's always headwinds. I mean, right now, when you think about the current environment we have and you think about yourself um, as an investor, so you put yourself as an investor, somebody who wants to get in the laundry industry, the cost of uh, equipment has continued to go up. The cost of utilities continue to go up. The cost of lease space goes up. So those are headwinds. And then when you look at the financial side of it, you know, our VEN price is able to keep up and provide a good return on investments. You think about financing, uh, obviously the finance rates are um, rising, which affects the return on investment, things like that. Those are, those are headwinds that I think all of us watch and look at and say, okay, how's this going to affect our industry? You know, where are we going? Those are some of the things I look like at immediately. And then the other thing I look at is long-term climate uh, change and and how we look at climate change and stuff may have effect on our equipment. As you know, there's talk about natural gas and appliances and things like that within the home. So if you think about within the home, where does that usually lead to that leads into the commercial side of the business also. So you think about, you know, most, most laundry mats today are using gas to dry their, tumblers uh, as, as a way of drying uh, clothes. So how is that going to affect us? And that's an unknown for all of us. Uh, that's once again where the CLA is so important because they keep up with things like that. They are the ones that are watching for all of us within the industry and looking at what you know decisions our uh, government is making, uh, how it affects all of us and what it's going to lead us to, whether it leads us to a different product mix, whether, you know, where we go with technology. Those are the things, too, that I think are headwinds within, you know, our industry that we've got to uh, continue to look at. Yeah, for sure. I mean, can you quantify that gas uh, story for us a little bit as you look at, hey, if, if, if they flip the switch tomorrow and and we had to go to electric uh, tumble dryers for laundromats, what what does that do for like a dry time and a customer experience? What is that doubling the dry time? What's what's that experience look like? Depending on the load, electric dryers typically take much slower time to dry clothes. You know, so yes, it's going to uh, increase the dry time. You know, as far as for the end user. Uh, to get in and out of a, a store, uh, you know, on a busy day. Uh, it's going to delay them and it's going to eat up more of their time. So, you know, does that also then all of a sudden shift our business to wash, dry, and full more? So those are things you got to look at and say, if this affects that and then the next generation, like the the next generation of our youth that's coming through, are they going to use wash, dry, and full more? Are they going to, you know, if it does go to electric dryers, where the dry times are, are, are taking up more and more time to dry that load. How does that affect the end user and their behavior? How does it make their behavior change? Does that make their behavior say, look, I'll pay extra to have wash, dry, and fold because I don't want to uh, sit in a store for an extra you know, hour or so, let's say, depending on how many loads they're washing. You know, Does time become then more valuable than 
the actual dollar it takes to do wash, dry, and fold. Right. Yeah. It, all things to consider, especially, you know, there's only so much you can do on the wash side, right? With G-Force, I mean, it, there's diminishing returns. The faster you spin it, the longer you spin it, you're really not able to to get a ton more moisture out on that wash side. So it's, it, it's definitely going to extend, you know, dry times and that customer experience. So, uh, yeah, does it, does it go to wash, dry, fold? Does that become a, the business model moving forward? If, if all this were to happen, yeah, definitely a lot of question marks and how you address it. I know we're bumping up against time, but I, I do want to, I do want to ask, you know, you've got a ton of experience in this industry. You've done a ton. You've had a, you know, amazing success literally on every level uh, that you've that you've operated. Can you point to to a couple of things that stand out as highlights for you in your career that you're exceptionally proud of? Oh, wow. You kind of caught me off guard there. Craig, um, sometimes I do that to our guests. I love it. I would say for me that I'm super proud of is the culture that I tried to instill, whether it was at CLAC or at Alliance Laundry System. Um, I think that's super important. I talk team and I truly believe in team. I think all great things are done by not one person, but by a team of people. And I think Steve Jobs actually said it in a quote and I agree with him. And I think that you can accomplish so much more as a team and you get the the people working together. And, and so for me, culture is probably the big thing that I look at and I say I'm probably the most proud of. I love to see our team members be successful. I love to see their success. And I think uh, when you have that type of culture, you really can accomplish a lot of great things. And that probably goes into the next thing for me, which is development. I am a big person who wants to continue to develop the next generation of our leaders within our industry. And I think that's super important to give people opportunities, uh, whether they're ready for it or not. And sometimes they're not, but it's okay because you see the potential in them and you know they can do it even if they think they're not quite ready. Um, and then how do you help develop those people to be the next generation of leaders? And how do you take somebody who's maybe doesn't know anything about this industry and you mentor them and you teach them about the industry and you watch their success. And it's very rewarding to see those people be successful. So probably the culture and also the development are probably the two biggest things for me that um, I'm most proud of. And then I would like, I think, you know, you think about a legacy, Randy, and I think, those would be what I'd love to be associated with. Yeah, that, that, that's awesome. I mean, I looking, looking at your, your past and the, the folks that you've worked with bringing people in from outside the industry and watching how successful they become like your ability to, to, to make them fans of the industry and, and love it just as much. I mean, that, that's been truly amazing. And, and again, I mean, the, the level of success that you've had on every, at every stop in your career has been, been fun to watch, uh, been fun, um, selfishly on my part to be part of, um, but, but definitely great to have a front row seat and, and see it. And we are, we are blessed to have, uh, your expertise with, within the company and, and obviously within the industry. So thanks for all you do. 
I appreciate that, Randy, but, but you know, it all goes back to the team and you surround yourself with great people. You try to encourage them. And in some days you stay out of their way so they can be successful. And, you know, that's been the fun part for me. And, uh, you know, I, I take that very seriously, uh, just like I'm trying to, to help the CLA with the women in our laundry industry. I think it's super important to highlight that, to bring in uh, the next generation of leaders, but also to a little diversity into our industry. And uh, that's one of the next things that I'm working on, not only with Alliance, but with the CLA. Plenty of good things to look to for the future. That That's awesome. Well, Craig, uh, thank you so much for joining us and, and sharing your expertise, sharing what's going on within the company. Hopefully you're going to come back again. Uh, can we pin you down for that again? I would love to. Fantastic. And for our listeners, thank you again for joining us on the Laundromat Insights Podcast. We'll see you again next time.